What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam. I am Dylan Reese. I am out of sight. Yeah. Yeah! Day after the Super Bowl, we're here. It's Monday morning. Yeah, thank you for coming to my house and hanging. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yeah, good food, good drinks, good hang. No complaints from us. Yeah, Uh, we had a nice time watching the Super Bowl, the most boring Super Bowl of all time. um, Do you remember like five football plays from that game? Not even a joke. Easily the worst Super Bowl in my lifetime. I mean... Like, not even exaggerating. I don't remember more than five plays from that game. I don't remember two. I remember was, the one where dude on the Rams dropped the touchdown pass. That was a big That would have been the game changer. That was a big one. And I remember... The Gronk catch. The Gronk catch. Yep. And I remember um, Michelle's touchdown. Yep. And that's it. Yeah, that's... I missed the field goal. And that was pretty field was goal a was the thing. A four-yard yeah. run. <laughs> no, it was pretty quiet. Pretty quiet game. Yeah. But, you know, I don't care about football yep. at all. <laughs> right. So I got what I needed out of that day. Sure. You know what I'm saying? We just got to hang and uh, yeah. eat potato skins. and Yeah. Shout-outs to you, Bobby, and uh, Dre for coming through. Shout-outs to our homie Dre Bond. Great times. A homie and a fan of the show. We're going to get him on the yeah, show. We, yeah, he got to come up here. He's got He's got some pretty hot takes. Definitely. He's ready to sizzle up. Also, he hates everything I say on this podcast, apparently, so let's get it. <laughs> I love it. It wasn't that dramatic. You guys are both Lakers fans, though, so it's very interesting. Yeah, I know. Well, he never really specified yesterday what he didn't like. He was just like, man, sometimes he say this shit, and I'm yeah. like, yo, what are you talking? I'm like, all right, well, let's, yeah. let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Although I have been... Have you been getting hot takey? I've been purposely going out of my box a little bit. Good. Because it's hilarious. It's fun. And I don't know. I try to play devil's advocate sure. sometimes. Sure. Just, also, to, just uh, to have the combo, you know? No, that's good. Let's give a shout out to the homie Hoodie Allen. Hell yeah. He's hitting me up after every week with, for the show. Always see the tweets So Hoodie, through. if you're listening to this, shouts to you for being a fan. And shouts to everybody who's listening. Much love from me, Dilton. Yeah. My name. My new name. But yeah, everyone listening, thank you. So this is the first podcast. This is the post-KP podcast. There right. is so much to talk about. Yeah. This I, is crazy. I was actually really surprised that you mm-hmm. didn't hop on the freeway immediately and come over here as soon as that happened to do an emergency pod mm-hmm. because you were texting me with a lot of rage. <sighs> and then I saw your Instagram story. <sighs> People was, were texting me. Yeah, about me. About you. Mm. Like, dude. Is Rich going to be okay? Like, you might want to call him and check on him. Yeah, I think... Make sure it doesn't do anything drastic. Dude's got a family. You know I'm a big Knicks fan when, like, my phone went off like I played for the Knicks. 100%. All the guys I hoop with are hitting me on Instagram. Yeah. My friends are texting me. Hoodie called me. I mean, just everyone was, like, wanting to either talk about it or check in on me. Yeah. It was intense. I think, it was, I think even the ones that wanted to, quote, unquote, talk about it yeah they were really just checking checking on me, in but on not me. trying to be like rude about it it like, was yo, a crazy good? day because it was such a surprise and obviously okay no one knew that was happening no one knew that was happening literally it was uh okay kp is unhappy would mm-hmm. would prefer to be elsewhere or whatever mm-hmm. 20 minutes later he's on the maps it's insane i was like huh like literally we were texting <sighs> yeah and you were saying like, "Oh, this is so sad that KP is mm-hmm. blah blah blah," and then we were about to hang out. 
Yep. And you're like, who's on today? And I told you, Raptor, Buc- Raptors, Bucks are on. Yep. And then all you said was Mavs. That's it. And I was like, and the Mavs were also playing that day. Yep. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Hit me up if you want to come watch the game. And you're yep. like, no, 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 no. Porzingis is on the Mavs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we literally, we didn't even text back four times. It changed the whole trajectory of my day. Because yeah. I couldn't work literally for two hours. My phone was ringing. <laughs> I'm on the laptop three, four hours. My whole day just went to uh, shit. I mean, funny. honestly. And you know, I mean, you saw my Instagram stories, my immediate reaction, I was pissed off. Yeah, that's uh, say the least. Um, but I, I actually told myself to not do the podcast until I, um, until I slept on it. Got a clear head? Yeah, my um, I've, one of the greatest pieces of advice somebody ever gave to me is... Uh, Sleep on something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you ever have a tough decision or something. Totally. To sleep on it. And so with the KP thing. Not that. I not was. That it's not that. It's an important. You have a decision to make. No, but. but no, I, got I wasn't going to come on air and just go fucking nuts. I did it yeah, on yeah, Instagram yeah, 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 yeah. where it you. disappears in a couple of hours. It's not a big deal. Right. <clears throat> so I just kind of had to go Sorry. through the myriad of emotions. Not to cut you off. But no. Yesterday I'm at your house. Yeah. First thing I say to your oldest son. Yep. Say. What do you think about the Knicks? He goes, so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, was your dad crying on Thursday? Yeah. He said, crying? He was yelling the whole day. He said, I thought he was drunk when he picked me up. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I did so not, that was funny. Yeah, I was I not just, drunk picking my son up from school. No, I mean, I could tell, obviously. <laughs> but it was just funny because, like, yeah. he just saw, he knew there was something wrong, like, the boys had a blast yesterday hanging out with us. Yeah, of course. I saw them this morning. You know, I took RJ to school this morning. I saw Rock. And I was like, you guys have fun? I was like, yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, they're funny, man. Hanging, hanging with the squad. They make me laugh. Like, yeah. I just go, yo, RJ, how many home runs do you think Tom Brady's going to hit today? He goes, what? That's that's baseball. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Don't yeah, stay- he, he's sharp. He's, he's sharp. pissed because there's no action in the game. He's like mad at us. Yeah. It's like, why is there no action? Yeah, he was pissed. I'm like, bro, pissed. we're pissed too. Yeah. No, he watches football all the time, so he knows what's going on. It's funny. Yeah. And you got to meet the little beast, Adeline. Oh, dude, she's she's out of here. Pure character. She's quick. Yeah. She's just running around the crib. Yeah. So she's pr- adorable though. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so you did craziness. good. I did all right. You did good. As far as the Knicks, how did they do? <sighs> All right, so you're not on Knicks. Was Adeline fan. making the decisions in the I front office or what? You're not a Knicks fan. What's your take on this trade? <clears throat> it's it's weird mm. because initially I was like, okay, the the Knicks' whole game plan should be and was at least as far as we could see, right? Tank, 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 tank. Right? They're doing a hell of a job, killing it. So, I think. This trade, because KP wasn't playing, makes their team better for the remainder of this season. Mm. Because Dennis Smith might just win them four games or something. Right. Just because they don't have a guy that can at least just go get buckets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, and DeAndre, like, he's not what he was, but he's also not bad. He's better than whoever the hell they had playing. <laughs> I don't even know. Right. <laughs> so, it's weird for the immediate, because I feel like... If they play all these guys, it almost takes them out of the lottery mm. because they might be better than Atlanta, Cleveland, Phoenix, Chicago, like teams like that. Right. <clears throat> they're still not good by any means. Yep. But they're getting closer towards 
the middle of the pack. Interesting. Unless Dennis Smith just doesn't try or mm. they just tell everyone to suck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, they gave up a franchise player mm. for cap room. They did. I don't think... Has that ever happened? Rarely. I can't think of another time where a franchise player now, just gets shipped. is KP a franchise player or a potential franchise well, player? Well, he was the Knicks franchise player. The closest right, thing but has had. he won anything? No, of course not. Right. But he's also on the Knicks. Right. He's the best player they've had in a long time. Very long time. Right. So I, I thought it was... <clears throat> initially, it sounds stupid. Right. But... We're not going to know if it's stupid until the end of the summer. Exactly. So, I don't know. Okay. So now... Because <clears throat> if they, they... They have... What do they have? $74 million or something in... They do. Space? Yeah. That's a lot of dough. So now, I mean, to your point, I don't think they'll be any better. They played... They lost to Memphis yesterday. I think they're going to buy out DeAndre and Wes anyway. Mm. So they're just going to let Dennis Smith play him. Dennis Smith is a fine player, and he has a lot of potential still. I think a lot of people are gave up on him a little too quick. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. He ain't winning any games yet. He could, dude. He maybe, could go for 35. Maybe one or two. Okay. This, the t- and the team around him is so trash. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It would take a legendary performance. So I'm not worried about the tank job necessarily. <clears throat> My initial frustration was... Okay, so uh, a lot of people... At this point, I'm fine with the deal because, yes, you get a ton of cap space. Yes, you get two first-round picks. And, yes, there is absolutely um, a possibility that beyond Porzingis not wanting to be there, which is off the bat Mm -hmm. not... You don't want to build around a guy who doesn't want to be there. Totally. You know, he's about to become... A restricted free agent, possibly. Mm-hmm. And so then you'd have to re-sign him, and you'd be paying him $30 million a year. So if you if you were to get rid of him, it would be a sign-and-trade, probably. Exactly. And which he could also have signed the qualifying offer, which I don't think he will ever do, which he'd only make $4 million and become unrestricted. I don't think anyone's giving up $150 nah. million off of an ACL. Absolutely not. But he doesn't want to be there. And do you want to give a guy who's about to make... Who doesn't want to be there $30 million a year? And he hasn't played in the last season and a half? No. And, you know, he's 7'3", and maybe a franchise player, but he's also 7'3", and averages six rebounds a game. He's 7'3", and shoots 43% from the field. He's a very good offensive player, but when you start thinking about guys who are making $30 million a year, yeah, do you say to yourself, is Kristaps Porzingis in that off bracket. an ACL? Yeah. Is he a top 20 player in the league? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. For the Mavs. I, I think, think you, probably right around there. You you know? Yeah. If he's healthy. Yeah. He's had a lot of injuries. He's missed half of the games that he in the NBA so far in his career. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. For the Mavs, you roll that dice every time. For the also, Nick, also very young still. 23. Crazy. So the thing is, what frustrates me is that the Knicks, every year the plan changes, and they keep trying to sell you on some plan that they have. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, because of their poor culture and management over the past five, ten years, you end up in this position. Right. Beyond having to trade Porzingis, 
you end up in a situation where you have to unload Tim Hardaway. Yeah. You have to unload Courtney, Courtney Lee. Lee. Yeah. You should have never had Tim Hardaway. Exactly. You drafted Tim Hardaway. You dealt him for Jeremy Grant. And then you paid him f- probably four or five million dollars per year more than what the market called for at the time. It was it was due for around a twelve million dollar a year contract. Mm-hmm. It was a restricted free agent coming out of Atlanta. And you decided that paying him $18 million a year was a good idea. And that's Steve Mills. That wasn't Phil Jackson. Right. The same guy who's here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now you had to unload Porzingis to get rid of him to get a guy. That you could have drafted. That you could have drafted. <laughs> Instead of Frank. Yeah. So, to me. The mistakes weren't even I this get, week. They and, were and you know what? I'm going to be honest. Year and year the deal they were able to do. Is probably the best deal they're going to get. For they got a lottery pick back with potential, uh-huh. and they unloaded two contracts. Yeah. They're getting 50 mil off the books, yeah. and they got two first-round picks. I don't think you'd be able to do that with any other team. So I, you probably got the best deal you're going to get. That's interesting. So looking back on it, you like the deal. Well, hold on. Okay. I'm also <laughs> here to fucking mind-check all my friends who are Knicks fans mm-hmm. who live in this delusional world that truly believe that Kyrie and KD on July 1 yeah. are just going to sign to the Knicks because they play in Madison Square Garden yeah. and they got cap space. Yeah. So, yeah, at, at this point, I understand the deal. I think... That's a good way to put it. I, I, I can see why you had to do it. Porzingis doesn't want to be there. You don't want to give them $30 million. Let's unload and attempt to be players in the free agent market. Here's the problem. Nobody respects you as a franchise because you keep fucking up. 100%. Now, you got Fizdale in there. People love Fizz. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's going to help. Mm-hmm. But Knicks fans, time and time again, have been led to believe that LeBron is coming and Kyrie's coming. And they don't come, bro. Yeah. And then you end up with Amari. Yeah, and then you, you end up the, trading half your team third, for Melo, third tier version. Of you know what, what I'm you're saying? Aiming for. So what happens? What happens if it's Tobias Harris and Kemba? Exactly. Yeah. Which is probably is what, that what you're doing? It's probably what could happen. Is that what it is? I feel like Kemba to New York is like such a strong possibility. Yeah. Sure. Great. Which is good. Kemba can't... But that's not the same thing. Kemba's as, fine. It's not the same thing as but Kyrie. He's though. languishing in Charlotte. He's not bringing teams to 50 wins. No, no, no. no. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I'm just... Don't you find Knicks fans to be a bit delusional here? Yeah, as are Lakers fans, so... It's crazy. I I, I empathize with you. It's just, it's crazy, because, like, look, in, in, in our dream world... I actually think basketball fans in general are maybe not delusional but right. not as knowledgeable as we are. Yeah. I you mean know what I'm saying? so it's like the way we look at it is like more from a not that we're GMs, but we're looking at it from like a, a, a business, s- basketball and entertainment and all the things combined where they're just looking at it from one or the other. Totally. Just like, dude, but imagine like Yeah, exactly K D like the lights. Dude, like, my friends texting like, me going if the Knicks get the number one pick, they could trade Zion for Anthony Davis and sign Kyrie and Katie. And I'm just like, bro. Jesus. I'm like, bro. 
<laughs> Look me in the eyes and tell me you think that's actually going to happen. If you really believe that. What are you playing? Plinko on yeah, Price look, is Right? You know, you know how many saying? things have to go right for that to happen? And it's like. It's not happening, It's dude. not happening. Oh. All right. I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a 1% chance to make you feel better. Yeah, But sure. that's not a thing. No. That's not going to happen. I think the Knicks have a shot at KD. I think they believe it because of Rich Kleiman, big Knicks fan. KD might leave. But I think it's going to be really, really challenging. And if you can get even one of those guys, then what? And, and I don't have the confidence in this front office to believe that they're going to be able to make the maneuvers to beyond taking a meetings with Kyrie and Katie and offering the max. You know what I mean? Like yeah. after that, I, I'm not confident in what they're about to do. So overall, so the whole situation any free agent that's going to land there is going to have already wants to go there. I just think the whole situation is a mess and Knicks fans <clears throat> can sell themselves whatever dream they want to sell them. And you know, if Kyrie and Katie end up in Knicks jerseys, I'll eat my crow and say, Holy shit, Scott. Yeah, and you're going to be excited. Scott Perry did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will buy a Scott Perry jersey. Yeah. But in the meantime, at this point, it's like, yeah, you had to get rid of Porzingis and you're rolling this dice, but like, don't fucking buy a lottery ticket and go and tell me what house you're buying. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. And it's just like, you know, it's like, hey, I'm playing the Powerball. So here's what I'm going to do when I win a 300 million. All right. First so, thing I'm going to, it's like, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome, yeah. and I will entertain your combo. Yeah, I hope it happens. And for everyone you. can dream. Yeah, but come on. So let me ask you this: Let's say they don't sign KD or Kyrie or any one of the top guys, right? <sighs> let's say you get Kemba and Tobias Harris. Let's just say that's what happens. Disaster. So this trade, looking back at it, is horrible, right? It's just it, or it's not even necessarily this trade. It's just it, the Knicks situation. It's just their series of you're decisions. Not, it, nothing improved. Nothing it's the same changed. Shit. It's it that that team is. It's just a cycle unless you of actually sadness. get Zion and he's transcendent. Yeah, th- that's a forty win team. That'd be fire. Welcome to medi- mediocrity, and there's a, the next f- five ten years of your franchise. Would you rather have mediocrity than have what you have right now? You have nothing right now, so the only way to so it's like, but you also have a blank piece of canvas, right? So it's like, if this is your fucking plan, figure it out. Don't sign Kemba and Tobias. Take some bad contracts back and uh, get some young talent with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Use it, monopolize it, gain more assets. Assets. Do what you need to do to make a championship team because. If you got to be the next, the worst team again next season, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Like if you're really doing this whole process thing, yeah. like the Sixers did, they did it. Then do it. Yeah. You know, don't just go freaking sign two middle guys. You know what I mean? What if Kevin Knox becomes a 22 point scorer? I think Knox can score 20 a game in his career, no problem. I'm just concerned about the rest of his game. He's not a great rebounder for his size. He's, he doesn't know how to pass. Yeah. Um, He's absolutely a scorer in this league. I have no problem with him with that. I think he's shooting. His shooting percentages are down because the Knicks don't have a point guard. He has to do everything himself. I mean, he yeah. got set up once by Dennis Smith yesterday. I was just like, look. Yeah, see, that's called. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's called basketball. Yeah. Every time the kid gets a bucket, it's a challenge. Right. It's like a, it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. So I have no problem with Knox. I think he's a good asset. Um, I think he could be a decent starter. I think he uh, in the league if the rest of your team is good. You know, I don't know. So speaking at well, so we're just gonna see. But yeah. I think Knicks fans are freaking delusional. And speaking of delusional fans, we got some woes tweets. Let's do it. Lakers fans are absolutely. This all just happened right now, right? Yeah, and like, Lakers fans are like Knicks fans. Hundred percent. But you guys have a few different things. We you have championships. Exactly. We have legacy. You have legacy. We have an attractive franchise you have in Mag- system. You, you, you have, have Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. We also have LeBron now. You had Kobe. You have LeBron now. Yeah, it's so it's a it's. I think you have a right to almost be delusional. That's what I was gonna say. I think our delusion is a little bit more understandable. Yeah, like I t- was telling you, like yeah, the other day, a Lakers fan that I played ball with was trying to tell me <laughs> that Kyle Kuzma was just as good a trade piece as Jason Tatum. Yeah, no, that's just not true. And I'm like, you Lakers fans are fucking nuts. Well, that's the thing. A lot of Lakers fans only watch the Lakers. Right. So they watch Kyle Kuzma every day, mm-hmm. and they see Jason Tatum twice a year. Right. And if Jason Tatum scores 20 points that day, they're like, Kyle Kuzma scores 20 points all the time. Exactly. They're the same thing. They're the same height. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? They can both shoot threes. Yep. Bro, it's not the same. Like, I if, literally, if you're I, fucking paying attention and watching, yeah, it's not even close. It's not even close. And Especially, I, I love Kyle Kuzma too. Kuzma's a bucket. I love him. Like, Kuzma's a I bucket. Would, but Kuzma's another guy doesn't do anything besides score. Yeah, he just gets buckets. He's Jason a Tatum bucket. He's a fucking baller. Tatum is an all-around player with potential to be an all-NBA player. Hundred percent. I mean, Tatum is an, an insane bucket too. His game is smooth. Hundred percent. Like. Kyle Kuzma's game is not Tatum reminds me of like, tell me if you see this, like a more athletic, mellow in his prime with sc- in the scoring side. Mm. Like he just. Yeah, his, his mid-range is. Mid-range is water. crazy and he's just very smooth. Yeah. But then but he's he like does way better. Faster th- and shit. W- like, way faster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just like a different kind of speed, but like his scoring, I don't know. I see, I see some Kobe too. A little bit of Kobe there. Footwork, the footwork. Yeah, the way he like will catch the ball in like a mid post, Mm -hmm. face up, have three or four jabs before he even goes. See, I I always think of Mello. He's thinking about that. The Mello jab, like Mello was like the king of the jab. Well, also I watched Kobe every day. Yeah, Mello every day. Nah, but Tatum's better than Mello. Has more potential. Yeah, but Mello in his prime was great. I think Mello gets a bad rap. Mello's a bucket. All time for bucket. a long time. What is he? What is he? And led what is he all time to... scoring? Fifteen, yeah, something like that. And probably got like a twenty six <clears throat> a game average. Crazy. Eight rebounds. I mean, he led teams to the playoffs the first ten years of his career. He's had such a terrible end to his career. Yeah, but people. Sad. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So Anthony Davis is trying to force his way into the Lakers. Let's just call it like it is. Rich Paul. Rich Paul and LeBron. Are there controlling the narrative? Anthony Davis's dad is tweeting about how he would never want his son to play for the Celtics. Yeah. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. We were talking about that yesterday, right? It's kind of crazy. How how true do you think that is? I don't know because I feel like that could easily be Rich Paul or LeBron or or whatever saying, 
Joe, just we making gotta a make pre- some shit up. Yeah, like, just make I would, the Celtics look bad. So I would gotta, absolutely believe it. I really would. I mean, it's pretty gangster, man. It no, is. It's probably true though. But I'm just talking shit. But imagine that. Yeah, I I think you know. I've never heard Anthony Davis's dad say anything. I think I That's think there's the something to it, man. I do. I really do. Like, why now is he just? Here's I think what I Anthony think Davis my... wants to play with LeBron. I LeBron was his favorite play player LeBron, growing man. up, and he's just like, get my ass to the Lakers. Yeah. But here's some Woj bombs. Okay. So, <clears throat> Woj started off an hour ago. He says, beyond the Lakers and the Knicks, the Pelicans have been made aware of a handful of teams that AD would be willing to sign long-term with upon a trade. Mm. Boston <clears throat> isn't included on that list. Wow. So dudes are just, just not feeling the Celtics for whatever reason. So interesting. <clears throat> so Woj says this could help open up the marketplace on a trade for Davis between now and Thursday, creating stronger offers to the Pels. No matter the destination, Davis has no plans to sign an extension this summer. The plan is signing a new deal in July of 2020 once he opts out. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are one of the teams on Davis's new extended list. League sources tell ESPN Milwaukee hasn't inquired about a Davis trade, and its roster composition does make the pathway to a trade extremely difficult. Right. I was going to say, who could they even give up? That seems like Rich Paul and LeBron saying, let's make some teams, put some teams on the list that won't happen. That can't make the trade. Hmm. Then it makes it a little bit easier mm. to realize the Lakers' offer is good, right? Mm. New Orleans rejected the Knicks on a Porzingis offer recently. So we called that. Wow. We called that. Wow. Rejected the Knicks on a Porzingis offer recently and wow. likely don't have the assets to gain the Pelicans' interest unless they defy the odds on a 12% chance in the draft lottery to get the number yeah, one the overall pick. picked in the June draft. So wow. here's another thing. The Knicks are pretty much out because he's going to get dealt Before and he's going to play wherever he gets dealt another season. Yeah. So the Knicks are not going to be able to get him. Even if they get the number one pick, he's going to be somewhere and they're going to be like, we're going to roll the dice with Okay, him. so it's the Lakers or... Exactly. What? Here we go. The Lakers have offered a new package Today? to New Orleans. Today. Oh, this wow. 30, I haven't heard this yet. This is 34 minutes ago. Okay, I haven't heard this. The Lakers have offered a new package to New Orleans that includes multiple young players, <clears throat> multiple draft picks, <clears throat> and Pelican salary cap relief. My gosh. For Anthony Davis, league sources say. The offer appears to move closer to the objectives that the Pelicans are pursuing in a deal. <sighs> oh, there's more. <laughs> Lakers president Magic Johnson and Pelicans GM Dell Demps have had multiple conversations today. Wow. League sources tell ESPN. That's 33 minutes ago. Whoa. There's no sense. There's no sense how much progress sides have been made, but progress towards a possible trade. But the Lakers have absolutely gotten more serious in their discussions. And then 29 minutes ago... The Clips and the Bucks are among the teams on the new extended Davis list. Clippers, Clippers are another team 
holding on to cap space and assets for summer free agency. Mm-hmm. So far, they haven't made an offer. Wow. Okay. So it's coming down to the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Bucks. So who do you think's gonna get them? <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Uh, uh, okay, it's the Lakers. What are the What are the Clippers gonna offer them? I'm better? pulling up the trade machine right now, just just to entertain myself. But I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this this freaking podcast, Anthony right. Davis is on the Lakers. Wow. Let's see. Cause yo, here's the thing: if Bo- pretty much the pal, excuse me, Anthony Davis and their squad is pretty much telling them, you got to trade me now. Right. You can't wait till Boston in in the summer. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sign in Boston. And I'm telling you that. And if you keep saying that, that, Boston's going to be like, I'm not giving you Jason Tatum. This dude's not going to sign with us. To play with us for one year. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. 100%. So it's definitely like a calling, a, a bluff being. So he's just basically just forcing his way. Yeah. To LA. But now he's making it seem like he's not. Yeah. He's open Come to the on, Clippers bro. and the Bucks. All right, so let's see. What the? F- what are the Clippers going to give up to get Anthony Davis? Let's see. I just pulled up the Clippers. <clears throat> okay, here you go. They're going to trade the Staples Center. They don't even own the whole thing. All right, so Anthony Davis is making twenty-five million bucks. All right, so I think you got to start off the deal with Shea Gilgis Alexander off the bat, right? Of course. Okay, so we're starting there. Now, what do you want to do if you're the also, I'd rather Do you have... want to get rid of Solomon Hill here, too? Or do you just want to get young players and expirings and assets? What do you want? Let's do the second option just to see what... Young players and assets? Yeah. All right. Well, according to my calculations, beyond Gildas Alexander, the Clippers do not have another good young player. That's what I'm saying. They have Gallinari, Harris, Gortat. Bradley, Lou Williams, Bodbon, Miles Tadosich, Harrell, Beverly. Harrell. Like, Harrell? Yeah. Fine. Okay. That's probably the best second piece. You're at now nine. That's not great. I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Both of those dudes mm-hmm. are worse than the four dudes that the Lakers can give up. Right. All right. Now, what about Tobias Harris about to be a free agent? Do you want to take on that contract so you have expirings? Is that something you want to do? Because you could do Tobias Harris and that Tobias Harris, Harrell, Gildas Alexander financially makes it enough. Then you could throw in, what is this Gortat? You could throw in this Gortat contract. Give him Solomon Hill. Gortat's expiring too. What about Boban? Or no, hold on one second. One year is zero years. I'm confused. I thought Tobias Harris is a, is a free agent, but it says one year. Is he restricted? I don't know. No, he's unrestricted. I never understand this. Boban? I mean, realistically, I just don't know what kind of deal the Clippers... Okay, doesn't this whole operation... Yep. That rolling out these teams, I'm only signing here, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Doesn't this give the Lakers more leverage? Totally. So, shouldn't they give up less than they should than they have to? I think they gotta they gotta pull back, right? Yeah. Because what the hell else are the Pelicans I think they're do? probably like like you even either if we get just Lonzo him, or Ingram. 
Right. I'm exactly. going to give you one of those. Yeah. Kuzma, Kuzma and Hart, picks. Zubach picks. I feel like that's great. I would love to do that. If I'm the Pelicans, I want to. We can Ingram. keep Lonzo, bro. Oh my god. You might so. be able to keep Lonzo. You I might you don't understand how how happy I would be if we can keep Lonzo and get Anthony Davis. Yes. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love Ingram and Kuzma, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't, I just don't think the Clippers have the assets to get this. Team. No one else has the assets to do this. They really just don't have it. They'd have to trade their entire team. I mean, they don't have. Bro, the Lakers guys. almost have to trade their entire team, and they have. I don't know why the Pelicans piece. would want this team. They wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the so, Clipper subreddit right now to see what these dudes. He, the one guy goes, I would seriously trade everyone, ideally everyone besides Shy. Yeah, I think you'd have to give up Shy. <laughs> That's, yeah, I think so. A D plus Kawhi plus. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think it'd get done. What's What's up with the Raptors? I don't hear. Didn't say anything about that. No. No, nothing. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, this whole situation is very uh, bittersweet. I mean, to me, it just really seems like... As a Lakers fan. This dude's just trying to get on the Lakers. As simple as that. It's something. I mean, I can't imagine... I mean, what about the Bucks? Let's play around. So for the Clippers, it'd be Tobias Harris... Gildas Alexander, Montrez Harrell, and a and a litany of picks. I'm just, I'm just not really impressed by that trade. No, it's just not enough. No, it's not enough. It's not even close. I just can't. Especially because Tobias Harris is what he is. Yeah, and he's about to be a free agent. All these guys on the Lakers have huge upside. Him on Milwaukee would be fire. That's probably him just being like, I'd go. I feel play. like that would be. I'd weird. go play with. I'd go play with Giannis. I feel like that's weird though. The two of them together. Yeah. It would be kind of strange. It's like the same thing almost. You can give him Bled. Bledsoe's about to be a free agent, right? I feel like that's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I almost they don't, don't have the pieces. I almost don't trip. know what. The problem is a lot of these teams just don't have like the young talent that the Lakers have. Like if you want to make this trade, you want guys who are young. You know what I mean? You don't need a 26-year-old dude who's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you need young dudes and, like, just potential. Yeah. Yeah. I almost don't know what I want to happen as a Lakers fan. Yeah. Because losing all those guys would just, it would almost be like, what if? Right. Because they, they never, that team never even got to play together for more than, like, 10 games. Everyone, like, at least one of them has been hurt or out for, like, this whole season. Hmm. And all those dudes are, like, 22 or younger. Yeah, you got it. I mean, I just, the only other trade that's, like, decent is the Celtics trade, and that's something that's not possible. It just feels like at this point this is a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we'll see. It's interesting. This guy, uh, Brad Turner, has been breaking some news. So I'm going to open up his Twitter, too. So we'll see. I mean, I really... 
seems like the narrative they're continuing to control the narrative by putting out a few other teams that don't necessarily even have the assets to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. If you're the Clippers, though, you have a bunch of cap space, and they're serious players for Kawhi, right? They really want Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. You, you're you're thinking whatever you got to do to make that deal get done, get done, right? For sure. I would trade anybody on that roster for AD and then try and pair him with Kawhi. Yeah. This is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine that LeBron and Rich Paul think that's actually a possibility. Which is why they put their name out there. Because you really wouldn't want AD playing in the same building as you. It's crazy how calculated that is. Sheesh. It's crazy. Mm. All right. Well, I'll keep the Woj Twitter open. Yeah. Is there anything else like on Reddit or anything that needs to be spoken about? Yeah. Uh, The Pistons have engaged in talks with the Grizzlies standing around Mike Conley. Oh, that's the other thing that... So I was watching was the Grizzlies floating. play the Knicks yesterday in the morning. And Mike Conley deserves to be on a good team right now. Yeah. Why would... If you were the Bucks, would you try and flip Bledsoe for Conley? Bledsoe's expiring. You put some other things together. Is that something the Grizzlies would do? I don't know if they would do it. Maybe you get a pick or two in there. There would have to be. Bledsoe's expiring, I think, so... Bledsoe's, Bledsoe's not good enough to be straight. Mike Conley's better than Bledsoe. For sure. Right? For sure. If you're the Bucks. Bledsoe's been playing really good, though. If you're the, he has been playing well. He has been playing well. But if you're the Bucks, you got to be thinking about how can you level up a little bit. Because they're right now, the Bucks are playing so well. They're 38-13, and 13, bro. They're <laughs> the best record in the wow. league. Wow. And they're legitimate contenders right now mm-hmm. so if i'm the bucks how do you get better because like i feel like they they can use another piece to like really make that run mm-hmm. maybe trading bledsoe though would fuck up with their chemistry yeah maybe that maybe they don't feel that way because that bledsoe's been playing well mm-hmm. middleton's starting to play well again yeah he's an all-star uh he had a rough start to the year though yeah was, i think he, he was trying swamp. to do too much uh, Giannis is obviously Giannis. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, their squad right now is good. Brooke Lopez has helped a shit ton spreading the floor. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they feel comfortable with what they got. And like you said, chemistry-wise, it's kind of hard to throw a, you know, number two or three option into the mix and just hope it works out. Right. <clears throat> well, we were talking about this the other day with the Bucks, but... um. I mentioned this to you that I saw a tweet how Middleton and uh, Giannis three years ago yeah, were the two best players on this team, and they won 17 games. Mm-hmm. And now they're the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you about developing players, letting players play through it. Mm-hmm. Small market. And learn. And the, there's no pressure there in that small market. Because if it happened on the Knicks or the Lakers and you win 17 games, everyone's getting... Like a D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. There's got, just no patience. the fuck out of here. Exactly. And now, now he's, he's an all-star. all-star. There's just no patience to let these patients. Dude. Situation is everything. That's what I hate. And that's why it, I almost don't want to give up all these dudes. Yeah. Drives you crazy, right? Bro, just, just let the guy learn how to play in the league. I what happens right. in two years. Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma in two years. Could be great. That could be fucking Phenomenal. But the problem is, you get LeBron, 
And the window. LeBron is 31, and he's like. The window is getting shorter. Yeah. I'm here for four years. But he's. I want time in the NBA. I know, but he just doesn't want to wait. You're not wrong, though, because look at this. It's it's Anthony so, Davis it's a double-edged sword. One team. of the five best players in the league. Yeah. But yo, Anthony Davis is also pretty injury prone. Of course. It's not a foolproof LeBron and Anthony Davis are gonna oh, Absolutely now not. we're gonna Especially win a chip. Give up all those dudes. Who we got? Exactly. We got Rondo and Lance Stevenson. Exactly. And Shvi. It's and not fucking, enough. It's what, not enough. Tyson Chandler? That's not it. Like we need we have a deep roster right now. It just, and I would prefer to keep it that way. Just goes we just to all need you, to be man. on the court at the same time. The Lakers fans are just like the Knicks. They don't want to wait at all. Dre said Mark Jackson's every, coming. Every game. Is, Dre told me Mark Jackson's coming to coach. Bro, Mark Jackson's been thrown around now for the Knicks and the Lakers for the past three years. Did Dre pull that out of his ass or is that real? I'll Google it right now. I didn't hear that. I haven't heard that. but I, Would you want that? You wouldn't want that. I don't think you want that. They, it's funny because I was hooping with a guy who was a Warriors fan on Saturday, and we just got to talking. We we're talking a bunch of hoops, and then at one point I literally asked him. I said, "What did you think when they fired Mark Jackson? Because mm-hmm. you guys had made the playoffs, you were very promising. What was developed your, all these young guys? Yeah, and they yeah. still had Monte and mm-hmm. and Steph, and he was like." As a Warriors fan, we knew that we weren't going to be able to do take the next step with him as the coach. Offensively, the team was just awful, but they had really good talent, and it it just they weren't upset. They weren't upset. I don't see anything. I think Mark Jackson Lakers. Okay, so unless Dre got a source, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Just a general question. Mm. What makes a good NBA coach? Well. Because, okay, disclaimer, right? Yeah. If you get to the point to become an NBA coach, mm-hmm. you obviously have a great basketball mind. Yep. To some degree. They're not just hiring Buster Williams off the street or some high school coach. Right. Like, you know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes. What's. <laughs> well, Derek Fisher. To some, to some degree, that. though. Right. Like, Derek Fisher has a great basketball mind. He was a great NBA player, or a good NBA player for a long time. Mm -hmm. Right? He might not be the best coach. So, what is the difference Mm. between a good coach and a great coach and a great coach and this, that, and the other? Honestly. Because it's hard to know that as a fan because you don't know what they're saying Mm -hmm. in the huddle or in the locker room or whatever. Right. It's just like, oh, yeah, this guy's a great coach. This guy's. A bad coach. And sometimes it's obvious if there's like an out-of-bounds play that just works or like a certain strategy that you can see with your eyes. Like Popovich or uh, Coach Bud or Brad Stevens or any of these guys that like you see, okay, that that was great. That was a good idea, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But like long-term, I don't know how you can tell. Like, Well, I mean, I think it's all results-based business. And you've seen the guys who have had the best results and it comes down to you know, one of the things I've always noticed about Pop is that... So it's just a team's record. Well, I mean, but it, how did you get to that record? That's what I'm saying. Right? For Steve Kerr, it's like, how great of a coach is Steve Kerr? Exactly. Because he's legitimately had he's the league's a best talent. All-star team. 
But I think there's something to be said because like Pop, the Spurs are always good, and they yeah. haven't necessarily always had the best talent. For sure. And I think a good coach puts his players in the best position to be successful, right? Because mm-hmm. one thing I know about is bad coaching. And if there's one thing I've learned from bad coaching, because I've seen a lot of them from the Knicks, mm-hmm. is not, you know, there's been so many times where you just scratch your head and say, why isn't this guy playing? Why isn't this doing it? Why is this guy doing that? Mm-hmm. Sticking to a philosophy rather mm-hmm. than adjusting yeah. to what you have on a roster. Yeah. And... I think it works for some guys, but like take a guy like Mike D'Antoni. He's a good coach. Yeah. But he needs the right roster for sure to work with his philosophy. Right. Cause and he always sticks to it. He always sticks to it. But if you get him a creative ball handler and a big guy who can set a screen Just run down and the catch of the floor. a lob, yeah. it's gonna and a couple of shooters. To spread the floor, yeah. Mike D'Antoni's a good coach. For sure. If you get him a okay. small forward yeah. who holds the ball on the block yeah. and slows down the game, D'Antoni's not a good coach. Yes, Byron I'm talking about Melo. Right no, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I got you. All of a sudden, okay, but D'Antoni's not a good coach. Mike, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it's not necessarily him. Sometimes it's the roster around. I think that has something to do with it. Like you put Mike D'Antoni, mm-hmm. swap him. He's now coaching the Orlando Magic this year. They, they suck. They good? Still, no, they're not good. And everyone's pissed at him. Yep, he gets fired. But here's the thing: they have fucking DJ the Magic Augustine. hire Mike D'Antoni, saying, "I want you to bring D'Antoni's style to the Magic." Yeah, D'Antoni off the bat would be like, "You need to get me a point guard. I need shooters." Yeah, I don't have a hand, a ball handler on this team. Yeah. I can't do what you need. We got Vucevic. Right. And Aaron Gordon. What are we doing? Exactly. So, I mean, when he went to the Knicks, he just just took the, I mean, they just gave him a godfather offer and he had to take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He was just, they gave him so much money, he couldn't say no. I just think that the good coach, bad coach conversation isn't as black and white. It's not. As it seems. It's not at all. Because it's all situational. There's it a is. few exceptions, like Pop. But it, you a give good Pop co- anybody, he's gonna make the team good. Pop One is good. I think Bud, Coach Bud, is yeah. good. There's a handful of guys who pretty much can take whatever's given to them and figure out how to squeeze the juice out like, of it. Look at Doc Rivers. He's a good coach on the Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was fucking praising him like he was right. The you know god of basketball knowledge. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Clippers. With a great roster, yep, they can't figure out a way to win. Everyone says Doc sucks. You got to get him well, out of here. Couldn't stay healthy. But everyone's pissed at now, the coach now this year, and now he looks like a genius again. Everyone's the like, Clippers Doc's are great. hanging around. They're twenty nine and twenty five, but they're not very good. Which one is it though? I think Doc's a good coach. I do too. But I'm saying, yeah, no, I it, hear you. It's just like it's kind of bullshit. It can be. So it's when you ask me like, do you want Mark Jackson? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know Mark Jackson. Mm. I saw him get a bunch of wins with the Warriors, mm. but what does that mean? Not wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's but just I, it's Mark so hard Jackson, to gauge. My red flag on Mark Jackson isn't about his coaching. Yeah. He got fired and never got another job. Supposedly, he was pretty unlikable Yeah, a as lot a of coach. people didn't like him, yeah. So, 
that kind of goes to show me because I feel like I got you. The NBA coaching circle is like a fraternity, mm-hmm. and once you're in, you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, he got fired as a head coach. He's gonna go sit on the bench over there for another year. Once a couple of jobs open up, he'll end up back over there. Yeah. How many times you see guys rehired? Yeah, like Mike Brown or Mike Brown. D'Antoni went and sat on the Sixers bench for a year or two. Yeah. Frank Vogel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys just do it. And they end up in another place. Bigger staff. Mark Jackson literally has never sat on another bench. Yeah, he's been working for ESPN. And it's not by choice. <laughs> yeah. Because Jeff Van Gundy left always the bench by choice. Yeah, yeah. But he's always like, oh, yeah. So they, that's a bit of a red flag. That's true. It's very true. It's a good way to think about it. Well, I thought about it because before the Knicks hired uh, Fizz, um, who has is an interesting case because... Fizz's X and O's acumen and rotation so far to me has left my mind boggled. But the team sucks. Yeah, it's been not good at all. But he's a freaking amazing salesman. Right. He is just like the people want to play for him. Great morale, rah rah guy, says all the right things, kind of perfect for the tank, kind of perfect for the player development. It's still like. It's like a hopeful tank. Exactly. It's not like a. This he, team he's sucks. able to doing? find the positives in anything. Yeah. He's got a charm to him. So, so that makes him a so, good coach. So here's the here's the answer then. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I think coaching is more about leadership. Can be than the some the of ins some and do, outs of some dudes aren't like that in technical basketball. Can can be the other side too though. Not as black and white like you said. So it's yeah. So I guess there's every all really, dude is different. It's all really situational. So if you hire a David Fisdale, you're getting a personality. You're getting charisma. Yeah. Are you getting the sideline plays that yeah, Brad yeah, Stevens yeah. brings? No. Right. Are and, you getting the offensive system that Bud is, brings? Brad Stevens no. is a fucking brick personality wise. Exactly. Yeah. So hmm. you know something. But I also I to that point though I still think that people Celtics fans mm-hmm. and Celtics players. Yeah think very highly of him and they like him they like playing right. for him they like that he's a coach sure but it's not because he's in the press well it seems like brad is one of those handful of guys that puts guys in the best position to be good he's great i think and to me those are the best coaches yeah to be like okay here's what you do well i'm gonna put you on the floor and give you an opportunity to do that Dude, even in his short time in boston there's already guys that you see come to boston yep. and kill it and then they go somewhere go. else, and it's mm-hmm. like, what the? Where? What is it, what's going on? Totally. If you put Marcus Smart on some other team, I he's he, gonna suck. Let, yesterday he scored eleven straight points. He's effective on the Celtics. Very much. He's like perfect player for them. Yeah, he. I, to and me, like, you could say what I want. To me, low key. Look at Marcus Smart. He's, he's kind of the heart of that squad. Hundred percent. Like he's, you need that dude. In he's Boston. just so scrappy, dude. He brings a different kind of attitude. But if, if you go put him on the Orlando Magic, it's going to be a fucking problem. It's a waste. It's, it's a like, waste. What are we paying this dude for? <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, but yeah. I think that just speaks to Brad Stevens. Totally. So, I don't know. Interesting. No, no. It's an interesting combo, and I'm glad you brought it up. I, but talent has a lot to do with it. Uh, totally. I mean, I look at Brett Brown. Yeah, who the fuck is Brett Brown, bro? No Brett offense Brown to Brett Brown. Had a shitty team yeah. year after year, yeah. and they sucked. Mm-hmm. And now... He has a good team, and they're thirty-four and nineteen. So a lot of these coaches, it's like if you just give me a good team, 
I might be a good coach. Yeah. But there's coaches with good teams who that aren't good coaches. Shit coach. the bit. Ty Will. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of average teams, and an average coach is not going to make an average team good. No. That's the thing. Yeah. So you got to give shout-outs to some of these guys. I feel like that's just such a hard gig, man. Hard gig. Not that hard I have gig. anything to complain about, you know what I'm saying? But it's just a lot of pressure, and a lot of it is not in, in, your, in the palm of your hands. Totally. You know? There's a lot to it, and a lot of pressure because it's a lot of money. It's like, just imagine a job where it's like, okay, it's like a public platform. There's thousands, maybe millions of people looking at you, and you're gonna either get, analyzing your move. You're gonna get every the praise daily. You're gonna get the opposite. You're gonna get everything in between. Yeah, and you only control fifteen percent of what happens. And not only that, you're the boss of a bunch of players who are paid more money than you. Egos, crazy. It's nuts. It's a hard gig, man. I don't think I would want to do that. You'd have to. You'd have to really. Think you can do it? I don't think I can do it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel like I understand basketball at a pretty high level. Yeah, but it's just like that shit's just like there's so much more. So to much it, more, and it's not even like about that sometimes. Most of the time, I think. I don't know. Why do you think Anthony Davis doesn't want to go to Boston? Supposedly, his dad says that Isaiah Thomas. They they're not going to treat they don't treat their superstars like superstars. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I just don't know how real that is. It's crazy. Basketball-wise? Well, Woj just tweeted it, so it's real. You don't want to go to the Celtics. Basketball-wise, X's yeah. and O's roster, yeah. great fit on the Celtics. I mean, it seems like a perfect fit. Kyrie and Ant Davis with Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier. It seems reasonable to me. That's a championship. A shot at one. But he's telling Woj, I don't want to be there. Weird, it's crazy. We shall see. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of answers he's, this he's, week. Thursday's the deadline. Anthony Davis is gonna. When, be on what day do you go to Chicago? Yeah, Friday. Ah, uh, maybe a Thursday night post deadline pod. I'll be down. That could be if, cool. If moves are made, I'm down. Cool. Um. All right. Anything else? Where are we at time wise? Let me tell you. If we're at fifty minutes, I'm gonna be. Like, we just flowed. We're at 54 minutes. That was the quickest 54 minutes ever. It's possible. When it's quick like that, it's a good pod. That's true. That was good. All right. Um, as far as anything else, like we said, Pistons engaging with the Grizz around Mike Conley. If I'm a team on the bubble, the Pistons are dying to get into the playoffs. Hell yeah. They just want to fill the building. Blake's having a nice year. Yeah. I'd do whatever it takes to get Mike Conley if I'm the Pistons, unfortunately. I mean, they're they all in anyway. They haven't had a point guard in a long time. Yeah, and they're all in anyway, so yeah. they might as well just go for it. Totally. Um, Yeah, I saw Mike Conley play yesterday. He definitely should be playing for a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, you know. No question. I mean, I know he's making way too much money. Way but, too much money. But, yeah. To me, it's a no-brainer for somebody like Detroit. Yeah. Maybe Indiana. I don't know. They might just say fuck it now. Well, they got old with Depot, no Depot. So, come on. Yeah. So that, I'm saying there. Um, that sucks. It sucks. Uh, as far as any other squads, um, <clears throat> which one did I say before would be a good fit for him? I'm bugging out. Oh, Milwaukee could be interesting. Milwaukee might not want to fuck fuck around. They've only lost 13 games. What's funny is our trade episode. Yeah. You had 
I'd, them going to Dallas, right? Conley, and Conley, Gasol? yeah. That's not gonna happen anymore. But. Nope. <laughs> nope. But that da- I, Dallas. Yeah, that would have been crazy. They were trying to do something. Well, yeah. they did something. They did something. So, circle back. Mm-hmm. How quick is KP gonna return? So could be like this week, right, or a couple weeks. No, he's not playing this season. He's not playing at all. That's what Mark Cuban has said. Really? You're going to take it super cautionary. He's practicing with the team. He actually has a... Oh, he just did his press conference, or he's doing it right now. Introductory. Introductory. Mm. But uh, according to the reliable sources out of Dallas and Cuban, they're not going to play him this season. Um, There's no point. There's 25 games left. They're four and a half, five games out. Yeah. Um. And I think they're just going to regroup and go for it. Yeah, that's going to be a fun start of the season next year. It's going to be pretty good. They're, they complement each other. So totally. it's going to work. Yeah. They can both shoot. KP's going to do well in Dallas as long as he stays healthy. He's going to like the market. Yeah, it's sick. The same way Dirk liked it. What, what did you think about his mm-hmm. tweets and all that? I think KP needs to grow up. I think the Knicks are being petty. I think the whole thing has been a petty nonsense. Because he tweeted that. like We're GIF. about to see his press conference. Yeah. I'm interested to see what yeah. he says. Because he tweeted that gif for a little video of yeah him and Luca like dapping up or whatever. Before he even said thank you to New York. Yeah, that's what I thought was kind of fucked up. Yeah. it's I think like if he did the, said he's been great to me, thanks for everything, mm-hmm. blah, 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 all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then like two days later he tweeted that, that would have been like a cool like. Here I come, type right. of deal. But it was almost like fuck New York. And then he recircled back and was like, Thanks for the city of New York. Yeah. Love the organization. It's like Yeah. I don't know. Kind of So supposedly funny. in his first Mavs press conference that just happened, he refused to say that he requested if he trade. Said he's only focusing on the future. So that's the thing. He's saying the truth will come out, this, that, and the other. So maybe he didn't necessarily... And the language even of the tweets at the time, it didn't seem like he... No, it said that he would prefer to play somewhere else or something like that. He didn't say, get me the fuck out of here. I'm requesting a trade now. But then it happened immediately. Here we go. Let's see what he says. Hold on. Here, I got it. He looks like Drago. He's got like this devious smile on his face. We about to get that KP doc in twenty years. Yeah, he looks he looks like a snake right now. I gotta give it to him. But honestly, you know, I think for him, I get where he's coming from. I mean, the Knicks aren't necessarily a, a great organization. That's a nice way to say that. But his brother is his agent. Oh, really? He's never handled things super professionally. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that um, overall, like... How the fuck do you become an agent for a basketball player? You be, you're a lawyer, and then you get the whole thing. I don't know. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, you have to be a lawyer. Rich Paul wasn't a lawyer. Hold on, let's see. 
him. And I just want to recognize him because he and I spent a couple hours talking last night just getting to know each other. And um, Listen to that. He's a, a very important part of, of Chris Steph's team along with Dan who does PR with him. Um, Malvi is uh, his uh, you know, therapist. Listen to that. Carlisle kissing Giannis Porzingis, his agent. His brother, yeah. Ass in the press conference. Wow. Holy cow. Just unbelievable. Got him wrapped around the finger. I got to tell you, man. I'm The more I hear about these two brothers, the less I'm going to miss Porzingis. Not, I wasn't super heartbroken. I, I was more pissed about the trade than the actual person. And they're weird. They're they're going to be more drama than they're worth, I think. Yeah? I think so. Wow. He's a player, though. There's no doubt about it. He's a good player. Yeah, for sure. So, wish him nothing but the best. Wait, so Rich Paul wasn't a lawyer, though. You got to become a lawyer, though, I think, right? Well, when I was watching the... Uh, maybe that. not, because Giannis is Giannis isn't one either. Yeah, that's you got to get some sort of thing. We'll look that up, and I'll let you know. I want to do it. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna drop everything I've been working towards. Here's your requirements. You ready? Mm-hmm. You need a four year degree. Got it. Uh, there's fees every year. It doesn't matter. I can do it. I can pay them. Then that's it. All right, so I'm in. You litter. Wait, how much oh. is the fee? If you have million? less than nine players, twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred dollars. Dollars. I got that. If you have ten to nineteen players, Bro. five grand for agents with twenty or more players. Right. We bought a seventy five hundred. We bought to get you back in shape. We're getting you to the league. Let's go. I'll be your agent. Thanks, bro. No doubt. Um. Anyone want a six foot thirty? Oh, you have to take old? an exam. I you have to it. take an exam, bro. You know how many exams I take in my life? Wow. Come on, bro. I got a communications degree. It's a $250 application fee. $250. Oh, it's just a screening process. It's not really an exam. Bro, this seems way too easy, and I'm about to do this. My side hustle is about to be an NBA agent. I mean, I don't... Oh, you don't You don't have to be... You don't have to have a degree. For well, I got one, for... so I, now I got a leg up. Even better. This is crazy. Yeah, I was just going to say, Rich Paul doesn't have a degree agent, freaking... Rich Paul doesn't have a degree either. He went to college for one year. He went to uh, Akron, University of Akron, or whatever the fuck. It just wild, it. wild. All right, anyways, I'm reading... This is crazy. Okay. This shit is deep, by the way. This is So like how do I do 15 this? 15 pages, this application. I want to do this. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out off the air. Sorry. Well, four everyone. of the pages were at W9, so okay. Anyways, all right. Whoa. All right, let's uh let's do schedule. Anything else? I don't know, dude. Good episode. Yeah. Thoughts on Maroon Five, everyone shit on it. Yo, I don't I don't know why everyone was so pissed. I just don't think you can win in that spot. Yeah. Unless you're Prince. Or right. like Bruno. Maroon Five is super bland. So it's like easy to not like, but it's not there's nothing to hate. There's nothing to like. It's just kind of like, yeah. Bro, I Maroon fuck with Maroon 5 so hard. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like wowed by their performance yesterday, but they just have smash hits, bro. I think the problem is everybody wanted 
an Atlanta hip hop performance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Atlanta we were, deserved it. We were trying to Travis Scott's from Houston. Yeah. Big what Boy about, came out though. Welcome to a, Big Boy came out for forty five seconds. That shit was fire. And it was fire. And the caddy? Hard. Come on, bro. I need more of that energy. Mm. I need Welcome to Atlanta. Mm. I need Stand Up. Mm. I need two T.I. songs. And mm. Then I need you to find Andre 3000 and I need nah, an that's outcast. Not You're need asking for too much. And call it the Welcome to Atlanta halftime show. You're asking for too much, bro. You All right, then get, just Big Boy come out. You can't get 3K. All right, then just bring me Big Boy. Yeah. Now that would have been dope. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people still would have been pissed though. Nah, they would have loved it. People would have found a way and to be all pissed. All those artists were have been big enough for a long time yeah. that it fits the audience. I still think people would have been pissed. They would have found a way. Like, we got people all this good music. People were mad that Adam Levine took his shirt off. I tweeted, dudes. I was like, if I was in shape like him, I wouldn't even own a shirt, bro. That's true. I'll be in my jean jacket right now. You'd be looking at my nipples. Oiled up. Like, Rich, why? We're doing a podcast. There's just not even a video version throw, of this. Throw, throw it's just for me. It's like, fam. <laughs> it's, just just, what, it's just what it is. I don't own any shirts. What's the point? What's the point? I'm going to the gym. He's a boss, man. I, I can't take nothing away from him. He's I got amazing. no problems with him. No Great beef. fucking singer. Though. Room 5 want to take me on a tour? Holler at my agent. Absolutely. Book out of sight me. at gmail.com. I'm, the, I'm his agent. <laughs> I'm everyone's agent now. Book out of sight at gmail.com. <laughs> Some generic ass. Shush! I haven't checked that in a while. I wonder if anyone's trying to book me. That's the old shit? I don't know. I had it forever. I never used oh, it. Oh, that was real. It's a real thing. Wow. Let's let's check it right now on air. <laughs> let's see if you I got get any. Some, you, better, you better land a bar mitzvah on Holy air. Holy shit! It's Adam Levine. He wants me. He could have did the Super Bowl yesterday. I could have done the Super Bowl if I just checked the email. <laughs> I've uh, lost my mind. You did the forgot my password and then got invited to the Super Bowl? I don't even know the fucking password of this that's email what I'm saying. account. All right. Well, that's that's a solid start to this whole thing. All right. Anyways, let's do the schedule. Stay tuned next week for Odyssey's uh, upcoming bookings from 2014 when he didn't check his email. <laughs> I don't even know the password of this email. Hey, can you make it here next week? Right. Hey. Hey, man. I'm just trying to, to reach you, man. Just wanted to follow up on this five years later. Yeah, I'm trying to reach you, dog. I got I got some. Maybe you could. Maybe it's another Slick Rick show. Heard? Yeah, that could be good as I'm trying to. I think I got it. Nah, I don't know what the fuck it is. All right. Well, good luck on that. All right. Schedule. This week. You ready? Yep. Okay. Also, I watched the Nuggets three times last week. Thoughts? Jokic is a fucking animal. Unbelievable, right? I will never stop saying that either. So, No, he's he's amazing. It's like a dribble-double every day. In a win. Yeah. No, he's good. I still think they need to get another piece. I'm not in a Jamal Murray as, a, as my guy. He's been out, and they're still balling. Yeah. Beasley's been playing great. Yeah. Malik Beasley. Yeah. That's how nerd we, we he's are. He's super actually, athletic. Yeah, man. he's pretty good. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's good. All right. Uh, Tonight, the Bucks are at the Nets. Wow. That's creative. I'm good. And then Tuesday, two TNT games. Raps at the Sixers. Yep, I knew that was coming. Heat at the Blazers. 
don't care about that. Neither do I. Wednesday, two ESPN games. The first one's terrible. The second one, Spurs at Warriors. Thursday, two TNT games. Lakers at the Celtics. Let's go. Trade deadline, too. Trade deadline. Anthony Davis is in there? Holy, no. No, nah, he won't be there yet, but. That's fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, except we're going to be fucking playing with the G League team because everyone's going to be on there. They're waiting in New Orleans. Right. But the whole conversation will be fun. Yeah. Spurs at Blazers that night. A lot of TV for the Spurs this week. Relax. <laughs> we're not really that much into the Spurs. We're not trying to watch gray jerseys every night. My goodness. All right, Friday, Nuggets at Sixers. T-Wolves at Pelicans with no Anthony Davis. Damn. What's that, what day is that? Saturday? Friday. Friday? Saturday, ABC primetime. Thunder at Rockets. Always a fun one. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Sunday, primetime games now during the day with football gone. Lakers at Sixers. Maybe Anthony Davis's first game as a Laker. Versus Dwell Embiid and Ben Simmons. Let's see it. The next time we're on wow. air, there will be either a massive blockbuster trade or there won't be. Breaking news, the Heat will retire Chris Bosh's jersey March 26th. That's dope. Shouts to Chris Bosh. But besides that, no trades. Ha- other trades happen while this podcast happened. So now we wait. We wait. All right. Till next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Might be a Thursday episode, so stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled. Peace.